Welcome to the Rockstar Mentor Podcast, the podcast to inspire you and bring the kickstart you need to crush it in the art industry. We'll bring you creative insights, inspiring interviews, valuable resources, and art marketing, along with decades of experience to provide you the strategic approach to unleash your creative talents and rock your inner entrepreneur. Now, your creatively energetic host, Sonia Paz. Greetings, everyone. Sonia Paz here, your rock star mentor, and I am so excited. We are in episode five, and I can just tell you right now, since we have launched, since I have launched this podcast, the amount of love and attitude and gratitude, good attitude, I should say, and gratitude has been amazing. And all of the support and all the folks that knew I was working on this, giving me big high fives and kudos And those who had no idea that I was working on this, giving me an amazing amount of support. So I want to just go ahead first off and say thank you so much. Uh, We've had, gosh, over the last three days, over 100 downloads. I don't know if that's a lot or not, but it is what it is. And I'm excited. So this episode is actually going to be called Attitude and Gratitude and sort of a big thank you for everything and for everyone who has written in and have been so supportive. And today we're going to be touching on attitude versus gratitude and the element of conducting your demeanor and outlook when you are doing outdoor art shows or trade shows, conventions, all that kind of stuff. And since this has been such a passionate topic on artists who have reached out to me in the past, I think this episode is going to also allow me to give you a little sneak peek into my personality. And because it's such a passionate topic, I will be passionate and I'm going to give you the nitty gritty and the no BS attitude that I have. It's just a shoot from the hip demeanor that I have. I am very direct in my communication. And of course, while still remaining friendly and adding humor and sass to my message, my message in regards to art marketing and to this topic is 100% perfectly clear. And for those of you who have worked with me in the past know that I like to joke around. I can tend to act pretty silly sometimes. I've been compared to as an animated cartoon. I'm going to say that's a good thing. I don't think it's too bad. But when it comes to marketing and art marketing and the shows and having good attitude and giving gratitude, I am 100% dead serious when it comes to business. Well, as I've said before, I have pretty much done every type of art show out there from local small art attended venues, gallery events, all the way to Art Expo International in New York City. And I have done art and wine festivals and have had private gallery showings and full on retail and gift trade shows. So there's a lot I'm going to be giving you information on today. So right off the bat, any type of show. I don't care if it's if even if it even if you have an, an art show in your local community at a small coffee house. They're exhausting. The prep is exhausting, the setting up, getting everything together is exhausting. But it's all worth it because you're going to be presenting your art in front of a lot of people. Now, you will be working your tail off to represent yourself and to get your name out there. And this is really critical because I'm going to tell you there, rock stars, you cannot hide behind your online store forever. There's got to be a point in time where you have to get it out there. 
There will be a point in time that you really need to get it out there, get yourself out there, show your work in public. And if you want to succeed, you really need to make that work. Well, I'm going to delve into the attitude versus gratitude and what I call the magic of positive attitude. And I've learned that there's so much to be said about doing a show and keeping the positive attitude and your demeanor. I cannot tell you how many times I have done a show and had to sit there for one or two, possibly three days with low attendance, nothing that I've done. It's just sometimes for whatever reason, there might be patches of low attendance throughout the show and it can be really frustrating. But this is an amazing time, not only to sort of soak it in and experience the show, you can network with your fellow vendors. I have made so many contacts and friends from these shows. And the power of networking is an amazing thing. You could be networking with other artists who are doing a lot of shows and they can shed some light on what shows they think might be good for you. Or maybe you're the person doing more of the shows than they are. Then you can shed some light and educate them, put your mentorship hat on and assist them and maybe give them some contacts and a little bit of lead Because why don't you want to help somebody? We're all in this together. Everybody needs to help one another. And that's how you end up building really great art friends or retail friends or wholesale friends. And you can end up probably doing a lot of those shows together and it just makes it more fun. Now, I know you don't want to hear this part and don't totally disregard what I'm saying, but I know you want me to tell you that you're going to do these shows. You're going to 100% sell out of everything that you brought. You're going to sell out of all the inventory that you made prior to the show. And people are going to be clamoring up and lining up and blowing the bandwidth off of your website because they're going to be ordering everything you have on there. Okay, y'all know that's not the way it works. <laughs> I know that's what you want to hear, but... It does not happen that way, but it will happen in time. It does. It takes time. And you're going to hear me saying over the series of these podcasts, reminding you that this is a relationship building style of business, unless, of course, you plan on being a total gimmick. Maybe your intention is to be an instant online success, an instant artist success. Perhaps you want to be the next Warhol Perhaps you want to be the next fly-by-night artist one-hit wonder who's really not willing to take their art business seriously. And if that's the case, hey, (laughs) good luck to you. I wish you the best, seriously. But I know that if you're tuning into this podcast, that is not what you are about. If you're tuning into my podcast, then it totally means that you're about getting your art out there and being a professional artist that can support yourself with your art feel good about it, and be the best that you can possibly be. And I know that you're listening because you have an art business or you want to rock your creative business, and you do want to take this stuff seriously, folks, because you want to radiate professionalism and you want to attract people to your business. You want to attract people to your art. When you've nailed it down and you start getting that vibe of learning how to work with customers as well as fellow vendors and promoters, It's almost like it's smooth sailing from there. All righty. So now listen up. I'm going to give you some tips and ideas and techniques here on doing the shows. Number one, 
organize yourself with all of your show contents. In fact, if you go to my website, rockstarmentor.com, I have a free basic exhibitor toolkit for you. And all you need to do is go to the website under cool tools, freebies, and sign up. I'll email you this toolkit. And I'm going to tell you this toolkit has saved my butt on so many occasions. And I will teach you how to organize, be ready, and succeed with this toolkit. Now, number two, attitude versus gratitude and how it comes into play. So nobody really wants to buy artwork from cranky retail artist lady or Mr. Curmudgeon photographer guy looking so disenchanted and bored and lifeless at the show. Because trust me, you don't want to be anywhere near that kind of energy and you don't want to exude that kind of energy toward anyone. Don't even try. Don't participate in that mindset. This will be the beginning of the end for you. Let's say you've got your best sales hat on and you've got a great suitcase full of positive attitude. And there are times when some artist across the way from you or next to you in the next booth is having a crappy show and they're just letting that get to them. And they're wearing it not only all over their face, but they're emitting that energy to to everybody else. They've got that dissatisfied look of, I don't want to be here and I don't want to be bothered. This mega cranky grouch fest is emitting a bad vibe around your creative space. And it's so frustrating and it's really unwarranted. If you're not going to be able to change their mind or change their attitude of the show, what you need to do is you need to sort of shift that energy and make it about the positive elements. Have a happy look on your face. Be busy. Don't feed into it. Don't talk to that person. Stay far away. Move. Go. Get out of there. So you need to focus on your work and you need to focus on paying attention and listening to the customers that are entering your space, your booth, your 10 by 10 booth that you paid a lot of money for, or your table, your sidewalk sale, or your convention. If you're at a trade show and you've got booth space there, that is your real estate to make that your space. So don't allow any of that negative energy into your booth or into your your mindset, your demeanor or anything. Totally dismiss any negativity that is that other people are transmitting and you're going to want to make your customers realize that you're there and that you are there for them. Number three, you're an artist. Don't have idle hands. For Pete's sakes, hey, take a project with you. This is your time. You spend a lot of money to be at these shows. Bring a project to work on. Maybe you've got you've just got some new prints that you need to work on and need to, need to package those up. Do that. Do that in your booth. People love to see artists in action. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how many times I would just be putting labels on postcards and people come up, what are you doing? What are you working on? Or I'm putting labels on magnets or rearranging the magnet tower, whatever. I'm working, I'm keeping busy. People want to know, hey, it's an artist. She's moving. She's going around the booth. She's rehanging stuff. What's going on? There's a lot of time that you can be doing this. And you want that booth looking as fresh as possible. And that's going to be in another episode. Trust me, I have learned, I have learned the hard way about booth setup, the vibe, where to put things, how to hang stuff. And that's going to be coming up in a future episode. So I want to let you know to stay tuned for that. Even take time to write thank you notes to your clients. Bring something to do. Paint or create in your booth. If you're going to be doing painting, maybe something that will survive if you need to put your paintbrush down 
or your pencil down, because when a customer comes into your booth, that is their time. And there's nothing wrong with working on your laptop while at these events or working on a project. But when the customer, also known as new collector, comes in, you best drop everything and pay attention. Stop what you're doing and make it all about them. Now, I want to touch on the topic of customers for a moment since we're on this subject. And customers come in all shapes, sizes. They're men, they're women, they're families, young and older. It's not your job to scale them up and down and try to give them the once over and figure out if that person, by their looks, is going to be buying from you. Your job is to introduce yourself, create the spark, build a relationship, and take the sales equation out of the mix for just a few moments, you know, for quite a long time if you need to. This is, as they say, you have one chance to make a good impression. Well, rock stars, this is it. Pay attention. Number four, attitude is everything. I know for me, when I'm at an event and I'm looking around at the other artists and the art shows, I want to meet artists. That's like a, such an amazing bonus. I'm thrilled to meet other artists. Heck, I'm a fan too. I collect art. I have no shame in admitting that. And I am blessed and fortunate to know a lot of artists, a lot of amazing artists that I would have never have met if I hadn't come to the booth, introduced myself and just talked shop with them for a little while. I want to better understand them, their artwork, kind of what makes them tick, what inspires them and really get to talk shop with some some other creative people for a while. I want to hear what their success stories are, their tools and tips, techniques, art marketing savvy, etc. It's so important to connect with other creatives. So number five, every show has its highs and lows. They tend to be very busy in the morning hours and then they can subside somewhat and then it gets busy. Every show has a different pulse and you won't know what the pulses are until you go out and you do that. You do them and participate and make the best of it. Focus on the business element of it. Art and Wine Festival shows have a different pulse than convention style shows or trade shows. And you should attend and research the shows. Be sure to communicate with the promoters and start building that relationship. Also remember, if you're not ready to do the show circuit yet, but you'd like to know more about how they work and the benefits of it all, Maybe contact the promoters or the, or the chamber, who, whoever's putting the shows on, and volunteer to help them out with the event, if that's possible. And this is also another way not only to give back to your community, but to learn more about it all. All right, everyone. Number six. Lastly, don't be alarmed when someone may come up to you and ask you what your art is about, or perhaps they're flat out telling you that you, they don't like what you do. Sometimes they don't realize that you're the artist and you're the one working on the booth. Trust me, rockstars, I have heard it all right to my face, no less. So I'll tell you about that. When I owned my retail galleries, I would work them. I wasn't one of these hands-off kind of artists who spent time in the studio 24-7 and never operated or paid attention to the operations of my business. I worked the floor. I managed employees. I answered the phone. I answered email. I was there on the front lines. I did everything. You'd see me mopping floors. I would be re-merchandising the shelves with my team, rehanging the gallery, preparing online orders. And this was the blood, sweat, and tears that I committed to doing, and I really loved doing it. So oftentimes, people would come in, and they would 
they would just take it in. They would love the gallery and what we were all about. And they would say awesome comments about my artwork. And I would say that 95% of the people that entered really had nothing but amazing, kind, and just awesome things to say. But then there was a small percentage that they didn't realize who I was. And they didn't realize that I was actually the artist. It almost gave them a little bit of freedom to say something snarky. Well, okay, let's be fair here, everyone. Perhaps they weren't clearly thinking out loud and did not realize how loud they were talking. But the fact is, it did fall out of their mouth and they did say it. I would get things like, do people really buy this stuff? Or what kind of art is this? What's it supposed to mean? And I handled these types of comments with true grace and integrity. Sometimes a little bit of snarky, depending on their delivery. But I was never mean, and I never acted as though I was horridly offended ever. I would gently let them know after talking with them for a little bit who I was. And I wouldn't say to them, so I'm the artist and you've offended me. I would never do something like that. I would gently roll into the conversation about what had inspired me when I painted it. See, it was a gentle way for me to let them know that I was the artist and they were talking to the person whose name happened to be above the door up in giant green neon lighting. And you can certainly see the difference in shock and awe that sort of spread over their face and trying to actually backtrack and backpedal a little bit and apologize for what they had just said about my artwork. But I wanted them to feel as though we did have integrity at the gallery. I would just mention to them, hey, you didn't know if that's what you feel about my artwork. That's fine. That's okay. But please, I encourage you to look around, check things out, take it all in. And I would love it if you would leave here at least feeling good about having come and visited me here. If you had any additional questions, feel free to ask me since I'm here today. And that's certainly an icebreaker. I don't want, and I didn't want people to end up feeling as though there was some crazy tension or some type of combative conversation. My gallery was a fun place to be. I really wanted to keep it that way and keep that energy within the walls of our space totally, totally inspirational, positive, and giving the good attitude with, of course, kind gratitude. So, Rockstars, I want you to feel empowered and encouraged to stay positive when doing your shows. This is the time for you to shine, shine, shine. Get it out there, get it out there, get it out there. That's going to be a much repeated phrase I'm going to be telling you often. And remember, the amount of real estate that you have within that 10 by 10 booth or whatever size that you have of your own personal space to make it your own you should be able to sell your work there and you're going to hear praise and you may hear some not so favorable comments and that is okay. Let it go. I always use the analogy that not everyone likes the frozen peas in the frozen food section at the supermarket. Well, there's a market for them and there's people that buy them. It's the same thing with artwork. Handle these comments with grace and integrity. It does take some practice. So I suggest you practice, practice, practice. And it may take a while to become truly seasoned to deflect this types of comments or these types of people. And I'm saying this again, it's a very small percentage. People aren't going to proactively, purposely go into your booth if they're not interested. They're not going to go in there to purposely say some nasty thing to you or try to rain on your parade. And you really need to focus on the customers that do come in and really do love your work. By nature, 
Nobody came into my gallery to diss on me or to say crappy stuff. They came in because they were intrigued and that there was some beauty in what I did and something like that, it attracted them in there. The percentage of naysayers is small, but this is where the attitude versus gratitude is pertinent. So be gracious and kind to the people that come into your art space. You will learn by discussing with them and building that relationship, whether they're going to be a lifelong collector or maybe they just will walk away with a simple greeting card in hand. The fact is in the focus to get your work out there. So as usual, I always like to end with a little title of a song that is inspiring based on this specific podcast. So I'm going to flip it back to 1979 with ELO, which is Electric Light Orchestra, with the song Don't Bring Me Down. It's a it's an energy song. It's really great. It just kind of reminds me that you can't bring me down. Nobody can. And if that was the case, I wouldn't be here. If that was the case, I wouldn't have been still selling my art today. So since launching, I have been approached by about a half a dozen other artists that would like to be interviewed on the show. And I'm excited because I'm going to be able to share with you, along with the other artists that we interview, what their journey is and their trials and tribulations and how they've overcome adversity and they've overcome so many different obstacles that has tried to stand in their way and they have persevered forward. So be sure to subscribe and then you can keep on what we're doing here. And I'm so glad that you've tuned in again to listen to me, Sonia Paz, your host with this Rockstar Mentor podcast. And our podcast does air weekly with a fan mail Friday, every Friday. That is our little mini segment to get your weekend started. And I would love for you to subscribe and give a five-star review if this is something that you found beneficial. These reviews will not only help us build a great audience, but we'll get more visibility on Stitcher Radio as well as iTunes. And the more questions asked from you will help other artists like yourself by spreading the word about us. And if you'd like to learn more about me and what I do, visit me at soniapaz.com. For more information on Rockstar Mentor and how I can help you market your artwork and help you build your brand, visit me on <laughs> rockstarmentor.com. You can also sign up online to be part of our newsletter, and you'll be on the front lines to receive VIP emails and specials. Be privy to some freebie tools, tips, and techniques that I have prepared only for you and is only available to Rockstar Mentor subscribers. And be part of our Fan Mail Friday with questions that you might have. I would love to read your questions on the air. And trust me, everyone loves to hear their name on the air. So be sure to write in and ask questions so we can address those for you. And last but not least, we have an amazing mastermind group that you can also sign in to be part of. Learn from other artists in the business, ask questions, participate, and you'll be able to give expert advice as well. So click under the cool tools section on the website and we'll get you hooked up there. All right, everyone. I'm going to say this is a wrap for today. Have a great rest of your week. It's been amazing to talk with you and to do this podcast to help you out. Thank you so much for tuning in, being part of this amazing Rockstar Mentor journey. And rock it and peace out. Peace out.